Hello, my fanist friends. Welcome to my podcast feed. Powered by ACAS Plus, here's a joke from my son. What did the bum say to the other bum? That's a bummer. You know, not for everyone. Uh, so, uh, look, thanks to everyone who's come to see the previews of Can I Have My Ball Back. It's been going really, really well, and uh, I'm really pleased with how the show's turning out. It's officially on tour now from Wednesday. I'll be at the Leicester Square Theatre. A couple of tickets left. Lots of press coming to that one. It'd be lovely to sell out, but there are a few other London gigs not selling as well. So if you're going to come to London... Maybe look up those other London gigs. And then this week I'll be in St Albans on Thursday, Gloucester on Friday, Chorley on Saturday, which is sold out. You can join the waiting list. And Glasgow on Sunday, two shows. I think the earlier show is sold out. Check with the venue, but the later show has some availability. Come along if you can. If you enjoy these podcasts and like them being free, then the great way to pay me back is to buy a ticket to a show or buy a download or a book from gofasterstripe.com. But you can just keep listening for free as well. That pays me back also. So, you know, no no pressure. But I'd love to see you there. If you just know me from the podcast and don't know me as a stand-up, I'm pretty good as a stand-up. It's a good show. I think you're going to enjoy it. It's only made about seven men faint so far. So, you know, are you brave enough to take the challenge? Let's sit back, relax and enjoy whichever podcast you're listening to now. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hi there, it's me, Richard Herring. Happy Christmas, everyone. Um, look, if you're a member of ACAST Plus, you get loads of bonus stuff. If you Google Rahalaspur and ACAST Plus, you can find out what it is. It's videos of the show. You get the podcast early. You get bonus podcasts. You get guest news before everyone else. Uh, I feel there's loads of other stuff as well that you get. for. There's backstage interviews that you can watch or listen to. So there is a significant amount of stuff. There's all different levels that you can do. If you Google ACAS Plus Rahalastapai, you will get to the page and you can decide if you want to support us. The money we get from that helps us keep the business running and um, means we can keep making lovely free podcasts for you. So if you feel like you want to give something back, that, becoming a member of ACAS Plus or a badger at gofasterstripe.com slash badges where you get slightly different stuff uh, is a great way to help us. But just by listening to podcasts and telling your friends about the podcast, you are helping us. But one of the things we do every month is give out a free podcast in which Ali, my ventriloquist dummy, asks me emergency questions. We're working our way through. There are several of the... There must be 15 or 16 of these already, or maybe 18 of these already, because I've done them every month since we uh, we signed our new deal with Acast. Um, so there's loads of extra content just there. And because it's Christmas, and because at Christmas you have to say what's in your heart, uh, I've decided to give this one out free to everyone. It happens occasionally anyway, 
uh, by accident to either ACAS make a mistake or Chris Evans and that one makes a mistake. He's very good. Happy Christmas to you, Chris. Uh, so we're going to give this one out to all of you. It's Christmas Day. Uh, I hope everyone who's with ACAS Plus will, will be happy with that decision to help the poor. The poor people who can't afford to watch these and if you or listen to these. And if you like what it, you, see, you, you hear, there's, I'm very indiscreet in these because they only go out to what feels like a couple of hundred people. Um, so if you like what you hear and want to hear more of this every single month, then join ACAS Plus and get all that other bonus stuff that I mentioned and help us make more podcasts. So ACAS Plus, Richard Herring, ACAS Plus, Rahalastapa, R-H-L-S-T-P. Google it or ask Jeeves or whatever you do and join in if you want to. Uh, but equally you don't have to have a great Christmas everyone thanks for all your support this year do come and see us on tour in 2024 both with Rahalastapa and Can I Have My Ball Back RichardHerry.com has all the info that you could ever need uh, and uh, there, there are plenty more podcasts to come believe you me I've done them already even if I die you'll still be hearing from me for a good while yet Hello everybody, it's me Rishang and me, Alice Luther, with your Christmas bonus episode. Thank you to everyone who's uh, subscribed with ACAS Plus. Um, and if you haven't subscribed to ACAS Plus and are getting this for free due to an accident, or maybe we'll give it out for Christmas to everyone. What about that? That'd be a nice idea, would it? Yeah. What about the thing Luke paid? I mean, I don't think anyone really feels that they've uh, they've paid for this, but uh, maybe they have. Um... We are going to the Christmas Emergency Questions book because it's Christmas. It's Christmas! Uh, we did up to question 27 last year. I don't know if we're going to do 27 questions this year. We better get it on value. Uh, we could do, we'll see. Uh, what is question 28 in uh, Christmas Emergency Questions? It's a perfect Christmas gift, by the way. Oh, we're on... Uh, it's all gone weird on the camera because we're on... Uh, Alley and Herring settings. Um... You can give this give this to all your friends and family. Buy everyone a copy. Go to gofasterstroke.com if you would like to buy one of these. Or see me at a gig. I've got thousands of the fucking things. Richard, I've got a question for you. How do you think an angel becomes a herald angel? And do the other non-herald angels secretly resent them for being heralds? Well, I don't know. I've never really thought about it. You must have thought about it. You wrote the question. I wrote the question, but then I immediately didn't think about it and I forgot about writing the question. Um, it does seem weird that there's different levels of being an angel, isn't it? You know, I think if you go back, if you read God, a biography uh, by uh, Francesca Stavrakopoulou, um, then it goes through all his different body parts, but you get an idea of the kind of beginnings of, of that particular religion, uh, that there was that God had lots of brothers and a dad, I think, and all sorts of stuff going on. Um, so there, there was like a whole heaven worth of... Of, of creatures and then as things progressed I think some of those brothers and family members became angels um, you should really talk to Francesca Stavrakopoulou about it, I will talk to her about it should I get in touch with her straight away to talk about that um, so I guess the Herald Angels are just really good angels, they're worth harking to aren't they, yeah? you have to, they sing hark the Herald Angels sing Glory to the newborn king. That's what they're singing there. So they're one. They probably just got good singing voices. It's like if you're at school and there's a choir. You know, go Richard. You're a good singer. You go in there. You go in the descants there. Are you a descant? Well, I was a baritone in the end. And I was quite a good singer. I got grade five singing. Uh, sang quite a lot of solos. What kind of solos do you think? Stillenacht, Heiligenacht. 
alle schlaft, ein sein rot. Do you know, are you making up the words? I am making up the words a little bit as I went on there, and it was, I started... Uh, probably an alto there rather than baritone as you noticed it went a bit wrong it's been a while I, I sang that in uh, St Andrew's Church Cheddar uh, I was dressed up as a soldier I think I must have been a German it was the truce the truce of 1914 anyway that's why Herald Angels are called Herald Angels and yes the other angels do resent them for being Herald but you know I, I think you know you were as an angel you think well I've got eternity to try and build my way up to being a Herald Angel Probably won't get the big gig of uh, pronouncing Jesus as a return, but he's probably come back one more time. So if you could, if you can work it up quick enough, you could get be then, and then when he's born, you go glory to the newborn king. Don't you think angels would come up with better tunes than we would? I think they would, but you know we can only write songs based on that. So what they would sing probably wouldn't be as pedestrian a tune, uh, but it would also be something we could imagine. It would be so beautiful that when we heard it, we would go wow. That's why that guy's a herald angel and I'm not. Okay, fair enough. Richard, do you ever think that King Herod might have been onto something? <laughs> um, well, I'm a father of two children and um, I would hate to think of even them being slaughtered by an insane king. He, you know, only has to find the guy in the manger. He doesn't have to go around killing the firstborn. He was killing like four-year-olds. It was, you know, there was that was stupid. It was the baby. Was a baby. Also, he should have known. That never works, does it? You can't trick God. He's cleverer than you. He's not going to think, oh, well done, you managed to kill all the babies, so you killed him. Just, like, be a bit more focused. So I don't think he was onto something. He should be more focused than he should have found Jesus. I would have just followed the three wise men. Say, oh, I've got some presents. I'll come along with you. Then, yeah, stabbed it, stabbed it. I don't think, you know, it's not mentioned in any of the other sources but that King Herod killed all these babies. I think if someone had killed all those babies... Um, it would have been in more than just the Bible. It would have been in the history books. Going, King Herod went nuts, killed a load of babies trying to find Jesus. Jesus wasn't was managed to run away, even though he was a baby. Um, but he was a god, so you know he had an advantage. So uh, if you are implying, you know, the idea of killing children is a good way to get rid of a nuisance in society, then I cannot agree with you on that. I think children, I believe that children are our future. Teach them well and let them lead the way. Is this one of your solos as well? No, this is just me singing. Show them all the beauty they possess inside. Give them a sense of pride. How do you know all the words to this? To make it easier. Let the children's laughter remind us of how we used to. That wasn't right. It was Norris to be. Everybody searching for a reason. You already know the words this. We all need someone to rely on. I never found anyone to fulfill my needs. It's a lonely place to dwell. And so I learned to depend on me. This is embarrassing. I decided long ago never to walk in anyone's shadow. If I fail, if I succeed, at least I know it's down to me. No matter what they take from me, they can't take away my dignity. Are you sure that that you're singing to a ventriloquist, don't they? Because the greatest Love of all is happening to me. Is this George Renshaw or Whitney Houston you're doing? The greatest love of all is happening to me. Learning to love yourself. Is this a that ranking? Is the greatest love 
of all. Beautiful. Thank you for that, Richard. Well, you know, it's Christmas. I thought people would like to hear that song. That's uh, How do you know all those? That, seriously. I must, you know, they're just in there. I must have uh, learnt them at some point. Um, I must have thought they were. it was a good idea to do that. So, uh, okay. Um, my wife's watching The Hunger Games. She just texted me to say she's finished watching it. Next question, my goodness. So, King, I love children. The children are our future. Uh, I don't think anyone should kill them. I think they should be nurtured. I think they're lovely. I love my kids so much, but I, you know, obviously I love my own kids, but I think, you know, a couple of kids you meet are, are annoying, but, you know, I don't think slaying them uh, is the answer. Richard, how high above the ground do you think a star would have to be to pick out a single stable in the town? Ten feet maximum? The smallest star in the universe is 167,000 kilometres wide. If that had been hovering three yards above Bethlehem, don't you think that that might have made the local papers? It's another brilliant point, um, someone I made in my show, Christ on the Bike, I believe, um, that again, like a lot of the stuff that happened in the Nativity, you would imagine it wouldn't have just made it into the Bible. It was so spectacular a star moving around and indicating a place uh, where Jesus was born, uh, people coming from the east, an un unknown number of magi, in fact, coming from uh, the east. Uh, it's never stated as three. Um, and, yeah, I think it sort of is suspicious that that wasn't mentioned in any other source, that no one saw this, and that nobody made a big deal. The Romans didn't think, you know, because Herod, nothing in the history was about killing those kids. Herod wasn't, you know, A, why didn't Herod just go to the place where the fucking star was hovering over the put and then kill the... That's what I would have done if I'd been him. Um, but, uh, yeah, it, it seems weird. Uh, you know, maybe it was a helicopter, if you thought about that. Well, maybe, it was a, maybe it was a helicopter from the future, and it flew over the... The, in the night it flew over the stable and was, someone was filming maybe from the future filming Jesus being born the light from the helicopter shone down so they could use their cameras and people from the time thought that it was a star but it wasn't a star well would that would the helicopter have not made the history books well maybe you know people it was a small thing it happened some people saw it said we saw a star in the sky but went yeah sure you did it's Christmas time you've been drinking you've gone crazy get out of here uh, so, you know, you, I think it, well, that's more feasible than a star moving along and indicating a safe stable. You know, it could be a time travel, it could be an alien in a spacecraft of some kind. Maybe Jesus was an alien. Maybe the impregnation of uh, Mary was an alien, came down, impregnated Mary, maybe, you know, in the, in the spaceship. Uh, she called that force God. She didn't know what it was, but they were doing an experiment and they created Jesus, who was this hybrid alien human who could do magic tricks. So maybe that explains it all. You don't think that wouldn't need the history books? No, I don't think it necessarily would because it would have done quite secretly. And, you know, if Mary tried to say what I was in an UFO, people would go, I don't know what that is. So it wouldn't make the history books because people would uh, discount it. So, yeah, I think that's what happened. Do you would you say you're going more mental every year, Richard? Or do you think you are maintaining a little of sanity that you can be proud of? I, th I would say... Um, uh, I'd say I'm maintaining a level of sanity. I'm getting more sane, if anything. I'm seeing the truth in things. Richard, next question. If Jesus came back, and as many people believe he will, and saw what Christmas had become, what do you think you would make of it? What would most surprise him about your own specific celebrations? I mean, it would be a weird appeal. I'm not the first person to have wondered this. If Jesus came back and saw what was being done in his name. Um, he was a Jew for a start, so, you know, he came back and saw that Jews were being exterminated in the Holocaust and there were wars between Christians and Jews and Muslims and Jews and Arabs and Jews 
um, that I don't think that would make him very happy. I don't think it would. I think it would be weird for him to see a whole religion had sprung up around him. I'm not sure that's what he wanted. Um, but certainly, if you look at some of the more extreme Christians and the way they've almost just flipped the message, haven't they? In America, it's now about you know he was all about uh, loving everyone and caring for everyone and loving your neighbour and forgiving your enemies. And now the extreme Christians, mainly in America, I have to say, are, you know, very much anti-immigration. They wouldn't like Jesus if he showed up now in the same way as he showed up then. Uh, they're not loving their enemies. They're not loving their neighbours. They're uh, pro-guns. And, you know, I think Jesus would be annoyed. Um, I have my own specific celebrations of Jesus. Um, uh, and I don't think there'd be anything particularly surprising in there. He might be confused by the elf on the shelf we do. I'm confused by that, to be honest. Why is that? Well, my children, my daughter's nearly nine. She's not stupid. She knows it's a toy, and yet she still seems, you know, like entranced by the idea that the elf moves every night and goes to a different place. And is she, does she know we're doing it, or is she playing along? I don't know. I don't know. So uh, I better keep my voice down in case they're listening, in case they do believe it. I think my son still believes it, but, you know, it's a, it's a toy stupid Richard without looking it up on Wikipedia or Google why do you think it's called Boxing Day um, well my guess here would be it's because it's the first weekend after Christmas Day observed as a holiday in which postmen errand boys and servants of various kinds expect to receive a Christmas box I haven't looked it up on Wikipedia have you looked it up on Wikipedia <laughs> I may have done I would have thought I thought it's because um, probably because you have lots of boxes left over from Christmas and so you put the boxes inside the biggest box and then put them out from the recycling or Boxing Day, or you um, get annoyed with your in-laws, so you, you have to decide to stage a fight in a ring with padded gloves, and you're not a monster. Next question. Uh, does it freak you out that in the cartoon The Snowman, the little boy is supposed to be David Bowie? Do you think it really happened to him? It would explain a lot. Yeah, if you remember back to the first time The Snowman was shown, uh, David Bowie introduced it and, and had the scarf and everything and made out it was him in the cartoon. So they don't really show that intro with The Snowman anymore. So I look insane, but I promise you that that happened. And um, so every time I watch it, that's David Bowie. And he was you know, taken into space by snowmen and... And there's lots of questions about the snowman that uh, I want to know about. You know, why does the snowman, at the end, the snowman's always the last thing to melt. But in the story, the snowman disappears and there's snow all around still. You know, so that doesn't make sense. The snowman takes ages to melt, which suggests to me the snowman just buggered off because he didn't like David Bowie as a kid uh, and thought he was a dick. Um, Why is the snowman on the motorcycle not melting immediately? The heat from that thing would destroy him. I mean, you know, there's a lot of questions. I have to ask. I don't think Raymond Briggs ever made a snowman. I do a bit in my new show about making a snowman that's full of cat shit. And um, that's that's the kind of thing that happens with snowmen. So to try a bit harder, Raymond Briggs, next time, I think it'll be difficult for him. Perhaps it will. Richard, would you prefer to deliver presents to every child in the world or be God's one begotten son sent to earth to die for all mankind? What I'm asking, Richard, Santa or Jesus? Um... I mean, I think the Santa gig is a pretty tough one. As lovely as it must be to spread that much joy, a lot of kids are quite ungrateful. My kids are ungrateful. They just open the presents and then they never play with them again. Uh, they sort of expect it. It must become increasingly tedious. You only work one day a year, but you work really hard. Um, 
and uh, yeah, sort of it, t- you know, live forever. Whereas Jesus, he does live forever, uh, but he had to die in agony. But he got to do all magic tricks. He got his hair washed, his hat, feet washed by the lady's hair, like I'd like that. Uh, you, you know, he did. He had all the magic stuff, so he got all the thanks from people. Like the lepers were probably pleased. They when people were hungry, and they got loads of fishes. They should have brought some with them, though, shouldn't they? They should have thought ahead, Richard. You've got a plan for the if you're going for a long walk. Uh, people are stupid. That's what Jesus and Santa know. Um, One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Yeah, I, I agree in the book. Richard, given how much sherry you must consume on Christmas Eve, how many liver transplants do you estimate Father Christmas has ever had? Well, I don't know when liver transplants came in. I don't know. I mean, you know, I think he's magic. I think he can drink the drink without getting drunk and without any of the effects. He's sort of immortal anyway. So, you know, and I don't think for the first 1,900 years there was really any chance of him having a liver transplant. So if he lived that long on the first liver... There probably wasn't as much sherry until more recently, to be fair. It's probably gone up, and there's more people now. So I may be wrong, but uh, that would be my answer to that question. Very good. Uh, Richard, what present were you hoping to get this year that you didn't get? Uh, I don't really want to get any presents anymore. In fact, I've just started buying my own presents and just giving them to my wife to give to me, or my mother-in-law to give to me, um, or get my wife to give to my mother-in-law to give to me so she thinks that I don't know what it's going to be. So just like if I need some you know, shower gel... Or some tea. I like uh, tea pigs, licorice and peppermint tea. I'm actually drinking ginger tea because I've I just bought some more licorice and peppermint. I'm probably going to give that to someone to give me as a Christmas present. And Christmas is still like two or three weeks away, so I have to wait. Um, I've got some nice uh, jogging bottoms. that I'm, You know, I could be wearing them now, but I'm not. I've got some belts off the off of uh, uh, Instagram. Start buying things off Instagram like it's like the case catalogue of the 21st century Ronco battery testers, that used to be the things you'd get in it and now it's, you just buy whatever comes up on Instagram like an old, old man, you are an old, old man you're not as old as me Richard, what are your New Year resolutions? How long do other people in the room estimate you'll keep them for? Well, you can be the other people in the room, well, you know, I usually try to give up drinking, I estimate that I'll last four days, well, I gave up drinking uh, three years ago uh, in for January uh, and then I haven't started again, so that was a very successful New Year's resolution. Um, I've sort of given up chocolate again already. I've started eating very dark chocolate because you can only eat a couple of pieces of that. It's quite good for me on the diet I'm on. 
um, and it's a nice little treat. It's not exactly a sweet treat, uh, so I might not give up that. Uh, I, I, I want to just carry on with my healthy living, and I think I might. What do you think I'll do? Yeah, I think you'll carry on with this, with this healthy living for about two weeks. They'll come kind of point when the healthy living goes, as usual, Richard. They probably will, and then you'll become fat again, and then you'll go back and forth until the stress kills you. So I'll do the next five to ten years. Well, I hope I get longer than that. You know, I do think about that a lot. I hope I'd, I'm hoping to get thirty more years. Now I've overcome. I don't know, like to talk about it, but I had cancer, uh, and uh, I've overcome it. I beat it. I defeated it. So anyway, I think there's a good chance of me keeping up the health route regime. I it did, I did it, and it, and and then the next year, 2021, I was very good, got very fit. 2022, dipped down a bit. 2023, I struggled to try and get back, and then suddenly in the last four months, I've really kicked it back together again. And I feel it's sustainable this time. I don't know if it is, but I would like to stay like as fit as I am at the moment. I feel good, uh, I feel healthy, and I'm eating nice food, and. It's good for me, I think. So, you know, I'm not sure the New Year's resolutions will. I'm not going to make any, but I, I, I equally, even if I did, I don't think they would fail. Interesting. That was a very serious answer. Well, you know, it's not all laughs here. Richard, what's the strangest thing you've ever found in a ninja? Um, I found a baby, half god, half human baby in one once. It was crazy. Uh, I don't know if I've ever been to the manger. I don't know if I've ever seen a manger in real life. Apart from in, a, you know, I suppose like I've seen them in nativity scenes, as, and all I've seen in those mangers is quite crappy dolls, usually quite old dolls that no one's playing with anymore. Ah, what's that? Uh, something touched me. Something touched. Something rushed against your elbow. Yeah, how do you know where was there goes? It must have been. I can't see any insects or anything. Uh, I thought it might be the cats, but it wasn't the cats. Um, so yeah, just the, the only thing I've seen in a manger is straw and a doll, and I'm not even sure they're real mangers, I think they're fake mangers. I've never seen anything manging in a manger, is what I'm saying, there's never been anything manger. I've seen Pret-a-Manger, the strangest thing I've seen in Pret-a-Manger, yes, go on, is a man in the uh, Covent Garden one, or Leicester Square one, who wears a little pyramid on his head, I wrote about him once in the Metro, I think I talked to him afterwards. He seems like a nice guy, but it was he wears it all pyramid on his head all the time to protect him from negative energy um, so that's the strangest thing I've ever seen in a Pretamange Pretamanger Richard would you rather go to Christmas Island or the East Islands is the East Islands the one with the big heads I'd like to go there although I think it's I think Easter Island's the one where it's the, the, all the vegetation's gone it's difficult to be there now isn't it I don't know what's at the Christmas Islands. They sound great and they do sound amazing, but I think they're not that interested in the Christmas Islands. Whereas I'd quite like to see the big heads. So uh, you like a big head, don't you? Is, it, is that an oral sex joke? It was an attempt at an oral sex joke. It didn't really make sense. No, you know, you've got to go with what you can do, though. You've got to try it out and see what happens. It didn't like, lead on to some brilliant comedy. I forgot to look at what time we started. We've done about 20 minutes. We'll press on. It's Christmas. Richard, no question 40. We're doing well. We've done 13 questions or something. Isn't it strange that you have a dead tree in your house? Please try to explain why. And don't feel smug if you have an artificial tree or a tree that's still alive. That's just as fucking odd. Why are you going along with this? I do. I mean, obviously, I wrote that question. I do find it disturbing. We do it every year because it's tradition. We get, we've got a very nice tree this year. I managed to. I had to go and choose the tree. Oh, there's a fly. It was. That's too funny. Um, I brushed my elbow. Uh, and. Um, I had to go on my own and choose one, and that's a dangerous thing because you think, oh, that one looks all right. Is it going to be okay? And then it's, it's really buzzing around that thing. 
uh, and it's like beauty, it's a beauty, and it's a big one. It's crazy, and I find it nuts that it's in the house that we've killed a tree or we've had a tree killed for us. That someone's got to, to come pick it up at the end when we've had enough of having it in the house. It's a tradition. It's a terrible tradition. I guess they keep growing the trees, so that's all you can really say is good about it. There's a lot of land set aside for growing trees. Even though they cut them down, then they must grow new ones. But uh, I still feel bad for the death of a living thing for no real practical reason. And I hope that that will be a tradition that will slowly die out. Probably with mankind. Yeah, I mean, mankind will probably die out. And then because mankind has died out, we'll stop putting trees in our house. And then trees will grow. And trees will grow in our houses because the, the seeds will fall through the holes in our roof. And trees will grow inside our houses and destroy our houses. And that will be a very apt and poetic uh, way for us to um, be punished for what we've done. So I'll look forward to that day, except I won't be here because I'll be one of the corpses strewn, strewn in the streets. But it'll be nice when nature takes back over and, and destroys us uh, and punishes us. And the, It's like planet of the trees. Maybe one day super intelligent trees will keep uh, people with their feet cut off in their living rooms. Very imaginative, Richard. It is imaginative. How many ghosts was Scrooge visited by? Um, I know this is a trick question because uh, you might say three: the ghost of Christmas past, the ghost of Christmas present, the ghost of Christmas future. Uh, but as I say here, then if someone says that, shout in their face: "No, you idiot! It was four. Jacob Marley was a ghost too, wasn't he? You prick!" If they say four, say I was talking about Scrooge in a Muppet Christmas Carol. You idiot! So it was five because you were visited by the Marley brothers, Marley and Marley. You prick. Yeah, that's true. And we're Marley and Marley, avarice and greed. We took our breath, we took that from the needy and the needy. We took our lives from eating pies and doing... I should know this. We listened to it so much. My son loved this. And we're Marley and Marley, avarice and greed. No, it's not even that, is it? Yeah, I, I thought we could, we could sing we could sing that together. Maybe we can work it up for Twitch of Fun. Yeah, let's do Marley and Marley. We're Marley and Marley. Our hearts are painted black. We took a and What about we should do some of the others? It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. Oh, that's not the Muppet Carols. Uh, when a cold wind blows, it chills you, chills you to the bone. But there's nothing as sacred until of that as years of living alone. It paints you with indifference like a lady paints with rouge. I don't wonder the worst is the boasting and the curse is Eben, the one that they call Scrooge. Oh, here comes Mr. Skinfin. Is this what she could do? Here comes Mr. Pooh. He makes his laugh from doing stuff. I'm having a big poo. In telling lies, a way of life you practice and rehearse. Then every day, in every way, Scrooge is getting worse. All that work is paying off, because Scrooge is getting worse. Every day, in every way. I haven't watched it this year. The lyrics have fallen out of my head. I used to know, like Brett, Brett Goldstein, I could uh, sing the whole fucking thing. I can't believe I can't do it. It's Marley. And I love, listen to Marley and Marley. I will. Listen to the um, people playing the brass instruments underneath. There's just a great bit. I wish they did it more. And it bursts. It's great. There's one bit that's divine in there. And I wish they just did it a few more times. 
Richard, what do you think about the decision made by Jeffrey Katzenberg of Disney Studios to cut the song Where Love Is Gone from the theatrical release of A Muppet Christmas Carol? I mean, sure, it's a bit soppy, but it doesn't it ruin the balance of the ending when the song is reprised as The Love We Found. I'm not calling Jeffrey Katzenberg a prick. That's not my place. Not on this special day. Um, well, it's not a special day. I do think Jeffrey Katzenberg, Katzenberg is a prick. Um, yeah, sure. Uh, I believe they've uh, re show uh, they put it out again with the song re-established which is good if we get the video as my wife's family have it's still in the video so it wasn't in the theatrical release and it's a nice song and the girl who plays the scrooge's girlfriend sings it beautifully the love is gone the love is gone oh deluded and then it returns at the end with the love we found the love we found um so it's a shame to lose it i understand it it comes in the midpoint of the film and you know maybe children would find it boring but there's a load of puppets and stuff for those fuckers don't worry about it let the artistic vision of the kermit the frog be shown um, so I, I'm disappointed in Jeffrey Katzenberg for that and many other reasons. And I hope uh, he's one day visited by three ghosts who make him see the error of his ways. And then he goes back and re-edits the film. In fact, that's quite a good idea. That is a good idea. I've come up with lots of good ideas today. Yeah, it's still all right. Um, so, uh, yeah, maybe... Uh, yeah, maybe we'll... Um, yeah. Whatever. Richard, maybe we'll do that. Yeah, maybe we'll do that. Maybe we'll do that. Richard, it's mainly me in it doing this. Yeah, I don't get to do that trying just asking the questions. This is what it must be like for you in a regular rehearsal. Sometimes it is, sometimes it's a bit boring. Uh, but, you know, I, the guest is never really as entertaining as I'm being now. So, well, well, what? Well, okay. Richard, have you ever seen a ghost of Christmas past, present or future? I mean, in films and stuff, have you? But not in, I've never seen a real ghost for sure. Um, Richard, do you think Bigfoot celebrate Christmas or do they have their own festival? Well, it's a good question. If Jesus is real, then he would presumably come to each creature, whether real or fantastical, and every planet, which is why it takes so long for him to come back round again if there's only one of him. Um, but he'd have to go to the ant, the ant Jesus. Their lifespan is smaller, so you know he wouldn't have to. It would only be a tiny little chunk of their life to have to be there. The mayfly, the mouse Jesus, and then all the aliens and stuff. Uh, so I think even with Bigfoot, where there may not be any Bigfoots, I think Jesus would have to come back as a Bigfoot to teach the Bigfoots a lesson of some kind, even if they didn't exist. So yeah, yeah, I think they, I think they are. They do have Christmas. It's a different affair, and probably the the big they probably kill him in a different way. Each species kills him in a different way. Richard, question forty five: Wasn't Brexit a brilliant idea? Um, yeah, that, I mean this that's uh, pretty much comes from uh, I guess when this book was written. Uh, I just thought that would be a fun thing to chuck into a Christmas conversation. Um, every year, I think it probably get more fun as the older people regret what they've done more and more, and many of them, of course, sadly died due to. Um, covid uh, which if it hadn't been for brexit i think might might not have been quite so bad for them who knows so there's a delicious irony in there somewhere um i think increasingly we're seeing brexit was a bad idea um and but that's good because i think eventually it means we'll just slightly edge our way back towards the european union and i hope in the 30 remaining years i may have that uh we may be back in the EU before I shuffle away. Of course, I'll be old then, and I'll be upset because I won't want to be in the EU. I'll be b behind Brexit then. But even so, I, I hope now as a young 56... Fucking hell, 56, yeah. I'll be 57 next Christmas. Yeah, yeah, I know. 
but don't ask that question. Let's not talk about Brexit at Christmas. It's not, uh, or at all. Let's forget about it. Let's forget it ever happened. Let's just go back to where we were. Richard, here we go. And maybe this should be the last question. Yeah, okay, let's have a look and see what time it is. Yeah, I think we can make this the last question. How long would you keep going out with a true love who spent the 12 days of Christmas mainly saddling you with birds and other animals which would require a lot of effort to keep fed and housed? And how would you persuade him to give you rings every day? An extra ring for each day of Christmas. And wouldn't that song be better on the 12th day of Christmas I truly gave to me? 12 gold rings, 11 gold rings, 10 gold rings, 9 gold rings, 8 gold rings, 7 gold rings, 6 gold rings, 5 gold rings, 4 gold rings, 3 gold rings, 2 gold rings, and a gold ring in a third tree. It would, uh, it would be more fun. Let's try and do it. On the 12th day of Christmas my true gave to me 12... Gold rings, eleven gold rings, ten gold rings, nine gold rings, eight gold rings, seven gold rings, six gold rings, five gold rings, two high again for you, isn't it? Yeah. Four gold rings, three gold rings, two gold rings, and a gold ring in a pear tree, and the I think better and a gold ring in a gold ring tree. And a gold ring in a gold ring that would be better. That's, that's a better idea. Yeah, it is weird. I was thinking as well, when I was listening to the kids sing this at a carol service the other day, it's six geese are laying, I believe, and that that was a very specific thing to gift to give and must have been very difficult to orchestrate. You'd have to find six geese that were on the point of laying eggs and synchronise them so that when they turned up at your true love's house for all the remaining days, they came out every single day, they would be shitting out eggs just at the right time and all of them together like a synchronised swimming team. So, yeah, I mean, I think they, 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 it was a rod for his own back, that guy doing that. He was foolish, and I hope he regrets it. Um, should we make that the last one? Should we do one, do one more? Should we see what's... We could get up to 50. Let's get up to 50. That'll be easy to remember next Christmas. And there's still 450 questions to go, so we've still got several Christmases left. Oh, no. Luckily, we were talking about the page the numbers. So we Question 47. Would a Christmas carol have been as popular if instead of saying bar humbug, Ebenezer Scrooge had said, oh, fucksticks. What's the funniest expletive you can imagine Scrooge exclaiming? I mean, it would be quite fun to have him saying, ah, oh, fucksticks. Um, oh, jizzy cocks. Bar rain. Bar, bar black sheep. Have you any wood? Start too high again. I keep starting too high um, it would be funny to just change bar humbug, I think. I think Oh Fuck Sticks is hard to beat, though. So well done, whoever came up with that. It was you, wasn't it? it was Question 48. Is there a part of you that would actually like to live in a Christmas future where Tiny, Tiny Tim has died in infancy? Yes, there is. <laughs> I think Tiny Tim in nearly every production is awful. Um, in special Christmas, Muppet's Christmas Carol, I'd be quite happy for him to die. It's mawkish, sentimental. Let him die. It's a lesson for us all. Sorry, I fell off my chair, I know. Richard, what is your favourite childish parody of the hymn while shepherds watch their flocks by night? Sing it now, please. Uh, well, the only one I know is while shepherds wash their socks by night or watching BBC, the angel of the Lord came down and switched to ITV. That's a great one. So that's what I would go for. What else is there? Can you do now a different one? While shepherds... Got the pox at night, all seated on a hound. Yeah, the angel of the Lord came on them and said, Suck, eat that up, shepherds. It's delicious. That's a good one. Did you just make that up? No. <laughs> okay. 
Question 50, and this is where we'll leave it for 2023. This is the last Vulnus podcast of 2023. Who is your favourite Noel or Noel? Um, I'm going to... Um, I love Edmunds, obviously. Deal or no deal. Making the universe, having a cancer-curing machine. That helped me a great deal. Um, I think and Noel Gordon. That's the only Noel I can think of. Noel... I think it has. I can only really think of Noel Fielding, who I know a little bit, and so I think I have to say Noel Fielding. He was uh, he acted in my last TV attempted uh, sitcom that I got as far as a taster tape. So I worked with him on that, and he was really good. He's a sweat. Took him out for lunch to try and persuade him to do that show, and he was a charming lunch companion. Haven't seen much of him since. He hasn't come on Rahulister, but maybe we'll get him on Rahulister eventually. That'll be nice. But we will see. Uh, anyway, look, have a lovely Christmas, everyone, or whatever, however you celebrate it, whatever crazy nut stuff you, your family believes in or doesn't believe in. Uh, if you're working on Christmas, you know, why not? Get the extra money. Um, sometimes some of us have to work at Christmas. I won't be working, but, uh, you know, I'll be peeling some spuds and stuff, probably, playing with new toys. Um, I, I, I do my part. I do my part. Um, we'll see you again in 2024. Thanks so much for your support. Um, thank you very much to everyone uh, who has been a plus or a badger. It makes a huge difference. And do try and persuade your friends to just listen to the podcast. Come and see it live. Uh, and uh, we've got loads of cracking podcasts lined up. And by the time we finish this tour that's still going on, we'll have enough to see us through pretty much the whole 2024 unless I start putting them out two or three a week, which I might do because, you know, that's just the kind of idiot that I am. Um, do come and see uh, can I have my ball back on tour don't do this this is, a, this is an extra for them don't do more ads in it hey, I'm sorry have a lovely Christmas or Yuletide or have a happy Hanukkah you have to do all of them now or all, whatever you believe in have a happy one of those I hope nothing bad happens to any of you however statistically unlikely that is and um, tearing up a little bit the beauty of this I'll see you soon. Thanks for watching and thanks for listening and I love you all. I'm just so glad to still be here despite my cancer. It's been so hard. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love 
and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Thanks again for listening to the podcast. RichardHerring.com slash ballback slash tour or richardherring.com slash gigs for all of the information on the tour. GoFasterStripe.com for lots of downloads and books and lots of fun. Thanks for listening. Go and listen to another one. Tell your friends about the show. Tell your friends about the tour. I love you all. I'm out.